tonight on the Midnight Train podcast. You voted and we listened. I wish this was Florida and we had a recount. I mean, come on. Chupacabra? Anyways, we discuss everything voodoo. So grab your seat, turn up your volume, grab your drink and channel your deep Louisiana accents because it's time to get weird. All aboard. Welcome to the Midnight Train. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. All aboard. <laughs> Happy Tuesday, passengers. If you're new here, welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light to all of our regular listeners. Welcome back. From paranormal and pseudoscience to the outright goofy, we are here to go wherever the Midnight Master commands us. We are recording this episode from the Midnight Train Station here in Olmstead Township, Ohio. I am your host and the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer, and with me, as always, is my dude, the one and only engineer of the underworld, my co-host, Jeff Bushko. Jeff, how are you, buddy? I am doing <laughs> fantastic. Doing great, man. It's uh, it was a busy weekend. A lot Good. of stuff. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to go over, which we will soon. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. This this is gonna be a fun one, man. I'm really excited yeah. about it. Uh, across from me, as always, is our switch man of the superstitious and the captain of the quick check, Mr. Riley von Shrunken Punken Riley Sayer. How are you, buddy? Good. I didn't know about that name. Yeah, I'm making new ones up every time. I like it. It's good. Just off the top of my head. It's better than McLovin. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, we are going to literally just get right into this one. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there right now, uh, we'll save all of the, uh, you know, the the promotional stuff to the end. So make sure you're listening to the end of that because, you know, we want you guys to listen to the end we want to dive right in <laughs> so we're going to dive right into this one and uh so right now all of our drinks are open but however we're going to sit here and say cheers to all you guys right now i'm drinking a delicious um what am i drinking psychopathy from uh, da, 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 mad tree they're based out of cincinnati if i'm not mistaken yep and uh riley what are you uh, sipping on i'm drinking a trailhead pale ale by fatheads Brewery. fatheads yeah and uh jeff I am drinking a moosehead beaver bites the tree in a bumpy hops forest, and it's amazing. I don't think any of that is actually happening. <laughs> well, if you guys have drinks out there right now, let's just do a little countdown. And you All guys right. can pop them. Three, two, one, and skadoosh. And here is to a great train ride. All right, so let's get spooky. Yef, where's this train headed today, buddy? Well, obviously, we're covering voodoo from the voter poll. That's right. You voters asked for it. But there's a couple things I want to go over oh, real quick. Man. By the way, that was Riley's suggestion. Yeah, it, it was Riley's suggestion from uh, the last episode. If you guys weren't listening, it was his suggestion. And that's I that's knew, fine. I, knew, I had faith in everyone who listens. That's fine. That's fine. There is a heartbroken Mexican, by the way. Yeah, that was we, really hoping for Chupacabra. Davy, we will be bringing back or doing a, a train ride on the Chupacabra. Oh my God, the Chupacabra! 
<laughs> so anyway, you said you had a couple things. Yeah. So, okay. One quick thing I want to go over. So we've had Chris Erminski on our show before, right? Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't remember, that was the conspiracy episode where we discovered uh, the Mandela theory. Correct. Which is you think, you know, something back in the day, but it turns out it's not true or it's, it's altered and it's, it's really wacky, weird stuff. Right. 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 So anyways, Chris, great guy. Um, Love him. He's a drummer, right? Yeah. Okay, maybe you can elaborate on drummers, right? Mm -hmm. They're not the sharpest crane in the box. Ooh, all the drummers out there. All right. Wow. Drummers are phenomenal. And Chris is a very talented person, but they always have like this weird side to them. I mean, you can contest this, right? They're always shirtless. Drummer, I think you have to be a certain type of person to be a drummer. Um, Just because, I mean, at least to be a devoted drummer and to be as good as you are. And I think sometimes the drumming takes um more brain cells out of everything else yeah i think the brain cells fall out of their butts is what right happens. right so okay so that's one thing and then number two is drummers they like to sit back behind the throne a lot and i we can speak from experience and they, they try and run the show right they want to write the music they want to tell you what's right and they want to tell you what's wrong and yada yada they think they're producers right okay okay so anyways yeah where are you with, with all this? that in mind right okay i got an email from our buddy chris okay okay he is making a Christmas karaoke album for this season. And I was really blown like, wow, Chris, you're really doing this? This is crazy. So he sent me this demo track, but he said he had trouble. He said like his machine lost pitch at the end, like almost like a record player slowing down and he can't figure out why. Okay. And he sent me the demo to see if we could figure it out. Now you and I know what it takes to produce, you know, audio via studio and plugins and all that stuff. We're kind of nerdy with it. So let me play his demo that he sent me. Okay. He's going to kill me for playing this on the air, by the way. Okay. And you tell me what went wrong with this, okay? okay? The song, by the way, is called Taxi Cab Karaoke, which is weird. Okay. But again, drummers. So. All right. Taxi Cab Karaoke in the 1980s. The original album on the, on the vinyl. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I remember it this holographic universe that we live in. That doesn't make any sense. Yes. George Clooney was in there. Well, right now, that's delicious. I want him to buy more. Oh, no, this is good stuff. Yes. Baby boomers. Yes. And um, it's not there anymore. That's That all started from there, and then there's all these other things, different things of memory loss. Or people think that it's in a parallel universe of consciousness. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So, so it sounds like he's got some sort of a, a, a problem with the, uh, I, I don't know, maybe he was he drunk and or high when he wrote that? I don't know because the lyrics make no sense. Yeah. yeah I was wondering about that. The lyrics, is it? But I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to rain on his parade. You know what I mean? Like he's doing something. More power to you, man. It's, it's artistic, whatever. Hey, right. How do we know that Chris hasn't been abducted by aliens and replaced with a fake Chris? Because I don't think Chris would ever do something like that. I thought it was really odd myself. But Maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's a call for help. Did you recognize the email when it came over to you? Yeah, it was his email address. Wow. I don't know, man. Maybe this is something we could have. came from thought. one dumb drummer at gmail.com. That's his. <laughs> that's definitely his. <laughs> Chris, we love you. Ah, <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Chris, we're going to have you on with alien, yes. alien abductions when we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Him and Moody both. We should have them that's, both in here. I don't think on you one and I, microphone, they got to fight over yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you and I will get a word in edgewise, yeah. but I, I think. 
I think I think it'd be really fun. All right. So now that we got that out of the way, I yeah. got one more thing to address before okay. we get started here, real quick, too. Um, so we had a blast. We were playing Call of Duty. Yes. And it was unbelievable. And we want to invite all you guys out there who are video game nerds, or even if you're not, to come and join us and play. It's amazing. You can watch John get blown up by himself like <laughs> over and over. Okay. Okay. Full disclosure, I am really, really bad at it and I get really upset. And like 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 if you think I cuss a lot on this show, oh god, oh, yeah. just it gets it gets bad. But I had an idea too. What we could possibly do is maybe set up like a one day a week where we all play together with the listeners, and we could stream it on like Twitch or something like that. That would be really yeah. fun. We should totally Make set a that Twitch up. Account and Midnight Train, so, and then play together. And Davy plays with us. Yeah, Davy can play with Davey, us. Davy, our Mexican friend. Yeah. And the best part is if you've got called the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare. All you need is a PlayStation, an Xbox, or a PC, and you can play together. Yeah, it's cross-platform, it's cross-platform. and it's kind of cool. Um, yeah. So so how would if somebody did want to do that, how would they... Okay, so the best way to do it is you put a post up on Facebook, I think, this last weekend. Okay. You put our, our names yeah, yeah, and tags our, on there. Our tags, yeah. We'll do another post, and then anybody interested who has, like Riley said, one of those platforms and can play, put your tag with the number, I believe it is, on there. We'll explain it in the post, but just post on there. We'll add you. And then we also have a Discord server. And if you're not familiar with that is, that's like where we could talk through headsets and you can hear John yell and scream. You can hear Riley own people. And, and, the Discord and Davey is, yells in Mexican. It's which literally is awesome. just the Midnight Train podcast. Yeah. And that's if, and if uh, also, if you're not really much of a gamer, but you want to listen to yeah, come in and hang everyone out. curse and yell at each other and die a lot in call of duty and maybe we'll do hang like, out you can watch the stream if we decide to do that maybe like a monday night or yeah. something like that we could find a day that works for all of us yeah. and maybe we'll do like every time john kills himself with his own grenade we'll do a shot yeah or you know every, what i mean like we'll be drunk in the yeah. first half hour <laughs> yeah my, my liver would fail i don't know yeah i'm re- i'm not good at it at all i'm not but it's fun every and time he says fuck we have to drink <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> But we had we had a blast. It was a good time. It was really we were, good. Too. We were laughing. We were up probably too late. Bunch of nerds we are. And so you guys, yeah, if you're out there and you want to just get involved, it's just another way to get involved with us and like hang out with us. Uh, same thing with the Facebook group, you know, which is awesome and it's growing and growing and growing. So we definitely want to, you know, thank you guys for being a part of that and posting stuff. And you know, it's super cool and it's nice seeing that we got a little community kind of coming up here, you know. And uh, we we appreciate and accept everybody, unless you're an asshole. And if you're an asshole, then just uh, don't bother. Uh, and, and by asshole. I mean, don't be a dick because I'm an asshole. Let's be honest. I am. Yeah. But and in full disclosure, you will be intimidated by Riley. He's ridiculous at the game. He's super good. And like, it pisses me off even more. He's number one every time. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. like it's just it's just ugh. anyway. All right. This episode, we're talking about voodoo. And I don't mean the delicious vodka. We're talking about voodoo, the dark religion that immediately reminds most people of dolls that can be used to hurt, torture, and manipulate people by shoving needles into their eyes or asses. Spells that can reanimate corpses, and now, like I said, some badass vodka that tastes so smooth, you'd think you were under a spell when you drink it. It's voodoo. Voodoo. It's magic. It is pretty magic. And I love that uh, some of you guys out there are actually um, going out and picking it up. It's awesome. Um, truthfully, it is. And not that I want to keep meandering on about that. <laughs> That's not the right spot for that spot, Jeff. My, right, ba- my so, bad. So what's the actual origin of this often misunderstood religion? Well, according to the book, the Encyclopedia of the Paranormal, which I want to buy, uh, Leslie de Mangles, 
a Haitian professor at Hartford's Trinity College wrote that voodoo, also known as voodoo, refers to a whole assortment of cultural elements like personal creeds and practices, including an elaborate system of folk medical practices, a system of ethics transmitted across generations, including proverbs, stories, songs, and folklore. Voodoo is um, more than a belief. It's a way of life. And, uh, you know, kind of like being a gangster. Chicka, chicka, yeah! You know? Because, no? Okay, well, if you're gangster, you're gangster. So, voodoo is said to teach a belief in a supreme being called Bondai, an unknowable and uninvolved creator god. Voodoo believers worship many spirits called the Iowa or Iowa. All right, that's Iowa. Is it Iwa? Iowa. Iwa? Iwa. Like the first Slipknot album? Yeah, Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time I was writing this, I was just thinking to myself, like, that, that's awesome. Um, each of which is responsible for a specific part of life. Basically, if you're heartbroken, you could praise or leave offerings for the spirit of love called Erzuli Frida. Or if you were a podcast host, you would praise or leave offerings to the spirit of podcast called Joe Rogan. All hail Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, right? He's good. But again, with the offerings, it's always offerings. Well, that's, but we've touched on this a little bit, and you'll, I'll talk about it later on as we're coming through here, because it's all reciprocal, man. Everything, all these kind of dark um, um, beliefs and whatnot and those whole systems all have some sort of a central What if you're thing. broken poor? You ain't getting no voodoo then. Well, I don't know. Like, I got this cracker. Can you make me a spell? Yeah. Well, I mean, if that's the only thing you have to offer... It's going to be a cracker of a spell, though. It's not going to be very good. <laughs> it's going to be like, no. I wasn't quick enough for the drum roll. Yeah. Aww. Damn. Aww, man. So, well, the thing is, though, about all the, the food and everything. Yeah, money's great and all. But what's something you actually need to survive? Like, beer. Yeah, beer, food, <laughs> things that you consume to keep your body running. Yes. That's where the real value just, is. So just, that's why all these offerings beer. happen. I mean, it, it does. It makes Could sense. Could you actually survive off beer? Like, if you were to only drink beer every day, would actually, you survive? Actually, we're going to do a train ride on beer. Okay. Absolutely, we are, because I don't want to get into it and get off topic or derail this early in the episode. But yes, because back in the day, they used to put so much stuff. That's where breakfast stouts and whatnot came about. Mm. They put so much nutrients and so much into it that when, like, the Nordics and whatnot would go out on. Uh, you know, to out to sea or whatever it was, they would just that's all they would have. Well, that's where IPAs came from because no, the, no, the British when they went to India, that was uh, that right? was so it didn't, didn't it, it didn't, didn't spoil, yeah. so they added more. Said, listen, folks, we're going to teach you guys about beer, and you know what? We're going to have a great one about that. And then I, I'm sure I can find some really cool, spooky aspects of beer, like maybe haunted breweries or people that we're not like you, <laughs> up, or people that died from it. I don't know. Um, so not only can these spirits help and or affect human affairs, they can also possess the bodies of their believers. In Vudan, worshippers believe in a universal energy and a soul that can leave the body during dreams and spirit possession. Sounds like, you know, some badass spirit friends to have, you know what I'm saying? My friends don't even like to hang out with me, you know. So at least spirits will do cool stuff with you. You know, I'm just saying. Jeff, I'm pointing you well, out. Well, that got dark real quick, huh? I'm pointing you out. So where did voodoo get its start? Most scholars and super smart people don't really have a distinctive answer to where voodoo got its origins. However, most of these nerds agree that it's a roots or its roots stem from West Africa in the country of I want to say it's Benin. Is that is that right? Benin. Benin? Benin, yeah. Benin. Is it B-E-N-I-N? Yes. Benin. Benin. Benin over in Africa. Okay. Voodoo actually means spirit in their native language called Fawn. 
They suggest that voodoo evolved from ancient traditions of ancestor worship and animism, which is the belief that objects, places, and creatures all possess a distinct spiritual soul. So everything has a viable spirit and is connected to the universe. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, like that. I mean, that's we we kind of believe that in in regular Christianity. Basically, you have a soul that you know goes to heaven. Or right, hell. right. But, uh, with so, I mean, this like, one, most religions are attached to that whole like soul concept. Yeah, well, the soul concept, but this is a little bit further where it believes that like pretty much everything in existence, not just people, have yeah. souls. So it can be an animal, it can be a tree, it can be a whatever. Computer? Does a computer have a soul? Possibly. It says, it's almost like Buddha. It's Buddhism, objects. Right? Yeah. Is I mean, Buddhism kind of the same thing? Uh, like you break this twig, you're killing something kind of kind of of, it's more like shamanism where like and and actually wicca stems from that same belief ideology as well where like they believe (laughs) (laughs) so yeah we'll definitely uh, i'd like to do one on wicca as well too and witches i think that'd be fun to do Um, witches get stitches yeah that's right now how it got to america is kind of dark so for all you guys out there you know i I really want you to just know that you know we we gentlemen start your engine yeah we don't, uh, <laughs> we don't, uh, there, there's certain things in life and in our past as, as people that suck and sometimes we touch on it. So I just wanted to give that precursor. Um, so unfortunately the African slave trade was responsible for voodoo's presence here in the States because obviously these African people had their own beliefs and way of life and it came with them when they were brought here. Now it makes sense. It makes horrible sense, Yeah. you know, but nonetheless it makes sense. However, as we all know, how awesome the white masters were back then. You know, those assholes. Um, thank you, sir. They did, like Leonardo DiCaprio from Django Unchained? Basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Complete. You say Django? Django. Django. Django? Can you say it five times fast? Django, 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 Django. Django, Django, Django. Well, they did not want the slaves practicing their own religions, of course. They wanted to hold them in, 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 in such, you know... Um, they wanted to have control of them over everything. You know what I mean? Like everything they did, everything they went to crack that thing. There it is. So they, they didn't want them to have their own religions or whatever. So what did these assholes do? They implemented a law prohibiting the practice of African religions and required all masters to Christianize their slaves within eight days of their initial arrival in Haiti. So that's where the, the uh, Haiti was the transitional period. So like they brought all the African, uh, the, 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 the slaves from Africa to Haiti, and then they were going to take them from Haiti and bring them to the United States. Haiti has an amazing history. And Haiti's awesome. I don't know we're going to talk about a little bit of that. Like, like Haiti's it got a great history it's to really it. Interesting. Do you yeah. think they bless the rains down in Africa? They might. That's what it, that's what They're Toto says. Some time to do the things they never have. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> I'm let the rain. I love that. I did not like the, the Weezer. Weezer. Like, why? Why even because cover the song like that? Because it was a meme. Weezer's yeah. old, and they're yeah, they're just... trying to stay relevant. But if yeah. you're gonna do it, do it original anyway. Whatever. So, um, you know. Wh- anyway, so th- that's what they did. They required them all to be Christianized within eight days of their initial arrival. That's I mean, ins- what the fuck? That's fuck. that is a lo- that is a very 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 short time to go. Everything you knew before you got here right is wrong you know like, our god not your god that's it and and i guarantee it wasn't like a hey you know we were thinking that when you come over here maybe it was probably more of a you're gonna do this or 
you know? You're going to do this and. Right, you know, it right. wasn't like an or thing. I'm sure it was. And how did they verify that, like, it worked? I mean, like, they would if just, I was a slave, I'd be like, yeah, I believe. And well, that's, then that's I, kind of the point. To get, I think that's where this comes from, though. That's it's exactly where, like, the black where magic to. and everything comes right. from because it's from that, like, the, the dark side. So not only are they ripped out of their homes and their homeland, treated like animals on boats, crammed with nothing but other slaves, but then they get here, are forced to work their asses off for free. Or sugarcane, right? Is right. The sugarcane and they were forced to adopt an entirely different religion. Like, like I hate people. Like, I, I hate that part of our past, dude. It's just so freaking horrible. We had an entire war all around that yeah well yeah it was it's civil war it was, was just, just completely well ugh. if you dive into the civil war though it's a lot more maybe than we just, should do that ooh, we're just gonna turn into a history podcast at this point well, that's fine <laughs> i mean we kind of are now anyway right um anyway the slaves did accept roman catholicism okay they accepted it because when what does that mean though? well because when you got because you don't want to die right exactly <laughs> when you got a dude standing over you with a whip yeah. or, a a, gun. or a gun or whatever it is and and basically or saying they're going to take your family away or whatever well, it gonna, is guess what i now listen to whatever the fuck you say well you, you know hear what mean? happened in the the, the the belgian congo during that same time this is what during the 17th and 18th set this is the 17th or the 18th and 19th century that's where the right? ba- apes came from right no oh i've oh. seen congo you've never seen the it? belgian congo it's, oh. so it's it's all it's like a waffle Oh, yeah, it's a drum yeah, yes. made yeah, yeah. out of waffles. Exactly. Yes. Oh, sweet. No, what happened was is that the um, Leopold the Third was the, the the king of Belgium at that time, and what he did was he colonized um, the Congolese people, and he literally would chop Holy off their Santa their, Claus shit. He'd chop off their hands, <laughs> Jeff. What? Why are you yelling at me, dude? Because <laughs> you've got poor timing. <laughs> Evan controls the computer, not me. Yellow to Evan. So he would he would chop off their hands literally for nothing. He would I mean he would chop off their hands and fingers and everything just for like for practicing other religions. Well, look at I mean if you look back and 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 again I don't want this to go too far into this topic because it's a very disturbing topic for me. It's it's terrible. It's horrible. But like uh, look at like uh, was it Roots and Kunta Kinte and that whole thing like they chopped off his foot because he tried to run away. Like it was a horrible time. It was a horrible time. And I think we can all agree. I don't care black white whatever. It was horrible, and yes, a lot of horrible shit happened, and I don't want to get whatever. It, it sucked, and if I could go back and slap the shit out of all of them, I would. Um, so they did accept the Roman Catholicism, but they did not give up their own beliefs. Instead, they found a way to fuse certain parts of each one of them together, okay? That's where it all kind of melded into. So a lot of, the, uh, of Catholic saints were actually given traditional um, uh, voodoo iwas or spirits, Okay, or and, and they held a double meaning for some of the voodoo believers. For example, in uh, Haitian voodoo, Saint Peter is known as Papa Legba, the gatekeeper of the spirit world. That's kind of dope. Not yeah. gonna lie, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Papa Legba. That was in American uh, Horror Story. By was the way. it? Yeah. Saint Patrick is known as Dombala, the snake spirit, and Saint Michael, known as Hee Hee, was the spirit of creepy kid diddlers. <laughs> the children. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um, Peter or not Peter? Michael was the one that cast out the snakes from ireland right no he he did thriller was, no no sorry who was the one that you said samuel jackson there was a plane who was full the of snake them. guy st patrick patrick that's why st patty's he's the guy that right. supposedly Dumbala. kicked all the snakes out of, he's Dumbala. Uh, ireland i still like st michael better <laughs> what's his name shimon that's his name he's known as he no way i get it but what's his real name <laughs> there was no st michael oh. but i did I, uh, oh my god <laughs> Listen, for all of you listeners out there, he may be an extremely smart kid, but geez, gullible. you're gullible <laughs> as hell. So both Haiti and New Orleans saw the influx of slaves at right around the same time, like in the 1720s. 
However, in Haiti, voodoo became a spiritual force that gave strength to the slaves and helped them deal with the brutal conditions and their suffering. In fact, there were several voodoo-inspired uprisings between 1791 and 1804, which led to the French being forced out of Haiti. Now, these uprisings led to so many of the French being killed, they literally left. They just dipped out. They dipped out. They were like, fuck this shit. It was led by... They are killing people. That is fine. We do not want your poo-poo hoodoo voodoo anyway. Well, it was led by what Toussaint Léouverture was his name, right? I'm just, did you just choke? No, Toussaint Léouverture was uh, the. You have uh, something in your mouth. That's his name. <laughs> that was the, the leader. His name was Toussaint Léouverture. Lé Lé Over Lé Over Two. The hamburger. Yes. The hamburger. <laughs> hamburger. Yes. So he led the the Haitian revolts, and and they're one of the only subjugated people to actually beat. Their, their colonial their oppressors. empire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think um, another another African nation that did this well because Haitians not an Af- African, but an African nation that did this was um, Ethiopia. They beat Italy, actually, and they, they kept the Italians out of their country. They're, um, they're one of the only countries that didn't we get beat Britain, dude. We weren't subjugated though. I mean, we got ta- we got taxed a little bit, and we didn't want to. Th- that's enough. And now we get taxed anyway. <laughs> so what was the point? All right. So the French colonists who survived took off. They were like, fuck this, I'm out. Fire is <laughs> And they <laughs> took off to New Orleans with their French attitudes. You know, wee wee. I smack a bitch. I give a cigarette to it, baby. A, <laughs> I'm late tired. <laughs> Fires and missiles. And they're French-speaking slaves who were voodoo believers. Thus, now the French Creole, as well as voodoo, was born in New Orleans. Okay? Have you ever tried to, like... Have you guys have been in New Orleans, right? Of oh, course. yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys have heard native like New Orleans oh, speakers. I tried to do it. I tried to do it the other day. They sit down there and they talk like this now. You know what I'm saying? Now when they come off through there, they want to get that little bit crawfish. You know what I mean? Uh, That's uh, exactly how they sound. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what. For a for a place that has said so much hardship and damage and tragedy, those people are so goddamn happy. Yeah. Oh, I like, love when we down were there, down there love and we were there. walking the streets. Remember, we saw that old guy on the bike and he was singing as loud as he could sing. Just some random, he's yep. just, you know, ah, today's a good day, <laughs> like riding his bike. And they are all just happy. I mean, there's like the city, it's like a hot heap of garbage, to be honest. I mean, they haven't fixed a lot of stuff from Katrina. It's still all demolished. They had and, a bunch of flooding recently down there, I too. I mean, it, it looks like from, from from first glance, it looks like just a miserable pile of shit. It really yeah. does. But all those people are so happy. I mean, but it's also it doesn't bother so them. much culture to it. Oh, like, it's huge. It's one there. of those places that when you go to, like, so, um, you know, being Bloody down there, and all that. I, I didn't get a chance to spend enough time down there because, you know, everyone's like, oh, let's go down to Bourbon Street or whatever it is. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, that's fine. I can go and get drunk anywhere. I really want to find out about it. So um, when Grace first met us down there, we went off on our own. And the first thing we did is I got some like for real gumbo yeah and we got some uh what what are they called uh scrimp beignets no some beignets i mean their culture down there was so amazing and then like as you're driving on this little street in the outskirts of uh new orleans it's all these beautiful like old houses yeah awesome and then um and then as you're going down there's all these shops 
and these shops, it's just people selling really cool shit. Yeah. It's not like garbage or anything like that. It's like they're handmade this or handmade that. I don't know. I loved it down there, man. Well, their culture is what? Like French and Car- Caribbean mixed together with some American. Well, and, and yeah, Haitian and Haitian. whatnot. So Caribbean. Yeah. 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 That's where it so stems from. You being, you know, of West Virginian origin. But I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you better watch yourself. <laughs> so my question is, do you have trouble understanding people down there when like when people have under- trouble understanding like like New Orleans accent? Do you have trouble understanding that? No, Even actually. Even you're about to say, because you come from a pretty harsh Southern yeah. accent drawl. You now, know? I really, I, I've noticed that I really don't have too hard of a time understanding anyone with accents, except when I'm calling IT support at any point in time. The Indian yeah, but but it's but, but it's always the worst connection. It doesn't bother me with the Indian accent. It's just the they can come on there well, and they go like, calling the other know, side my of name the is, world. And I love how they always come up with like an English name. Their name, Sam. yeah, their name is actually like Kanamanakana, and then they're like, hello, this is Al. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, you, first of all, that's not your name. But then, but then the and they get so like, mad at you when you don't restart your yeah. computer. Like, have you restarted Windows Ten? Like, restart the modem. Yeah. But, but but the connection's what bothers me because you're sitting here talking to them and it sounds like they're like this the whole time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to be mad or anything with you, but I'm already pissed off that I've had to call and reboot my system five times. Can you just get somebody that doesn't sound like they're talking in a spittoon? Well, it's because they're in, they're in the middle of India on the other side right, of the world. Right, right. So my question for you is, do you think your exposure to that Southern drawl, you know, West Virginia accent helped you kind of get a better ear yes for other accents yeah i think i well i think the the exposure to both um you know obviously northeastern northeastern ohio where everything is milk and pillow you know let's go get some milk like i believe that and then being on tour and going to like you know Places like you know Idaho and Montana, and then going down they to over Georgia. Oh yeah, oh is yeah, it, is it Kentucky, Kentucky. Well, well if you go New to, Jersey and everything does. Too, well, right? yeah, because over in New Jersey they got the whole thing where they talk. You know, everybody's got this whole thing. You know, <laughs> like Philly and all yeah, that. Yeah, like, just yeah. like New York. New Yorkers talk like this. You know, now you got your Pittsburgh guys that all have that. The, they have an entirely different accent. But then you go up closer to the border of New uh, of Canada, and then that's where you get the the real thick um, Montreal almost. Canada, uh, what do you call that accent? A Boston's is pretty thick too, though. Oh god, like the, like the sorry and all that. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, don't you know? Like you know, Minnesota. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We're like from Minnesota, Minnesota yeah, don't yeah. you know? It's very thick. And then you go out. I mean, every and I love the dialects everywhere. I think it's awesome. But I think being exposed to that really did help me. So now, yeah, I go places, and for the most part, I can understand everyone. No. What about you, Jeff? Having no exposure to, <laughs> no exposure. To, hey, y'all, how you doing, man? Go down to the hauler down there, you know, get some cows. Like, how do you feel about accents? Having no exposure to that, like understanding people. Yeah, like 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 being able to like if I was a new like thick New Orleans accent, would you be able to understand it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mannerisms. What? Mannerisms tell everything. You know. Mannerisms. Like, yeah. Same thing. Say mannerisms. Like mannerisms. A, like an aneurysm for a man. Yes. Mannerism? Mannerisms. I'm having one right now. <laughs> he's having a mannerism. Yeah. But no, like mannerism. I, I get what he's saying, though. Like as, yeah, as how I mean, people, you couldn't. As people talk, I, I think that yeah. You mean like physical, like the way yeah, they move yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people convey what they're like when yeah. they move their hands around and they're you know. Perfect example of that is so my wife right now is currently taking an, uh, an American ASL class. Okay, and it's so crazy to me that like of course all the hand gestures and everything else but i guess facial recognition and how you your mannerism when you're doing it yeah says like 95 percent of it like your hands telling what's going on but your face is saying how you feel about yeah. it so as she's doing this 
she's like, you have to keep your hand this way, and you have to use your face really like. Yeah, you have a lot of ca- yeah, yeah, you have to have a lot of character. I'm really, really guilty of this, and Davey will actually laugh about this. But when I go to like Mexican restaurants. You know, the guy comes up, and I always want to get shredded cheese with my fajitas, right? Mm-hmm. And he'll come up and be like, hey, amigo, anything else? And I'll, <laughs> I do this. You can't see it because you're listening, but if you look at the video, he'll look at me, and I say, yeah, can I get a, a side of shredded cheese? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm sprinkling it, you know, in the air. And he just goes, see? <laughs> he walks in the back. He's like, this fucking guy. Yeah. But he knew exactly what I was saying. Dude, you know, you, if, if I just, if I didn't make eye contact, I'm like, can I get a side of shredded cheese? He'd be like, huh? So why don't you just ask Davey what extra cheese means or side of extra cheese? And then mucho it, queso. Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah, mucho Do you know queso. how much easier to just lift my hand up like it's a bowl <laughs> and my other hand like I'm sprinkling cheese, right? <laughs> he comes back. Right? Like- <laughs> Everybody knows this language right here. He's like, no, bro, I don't have no weed, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think even in like English, though, without any accents, you know, if we just talk like, you know, the Northern Ohio accent that we have, I feel like context clues and your the, the physical part of everything is That's what super saying, huge. That's the mannerisms. Well, it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. It's in every language, I think. The hardest one is Indian. It really is. Like, because it's so fast and so, like, all the words are short. Like, the way they, the accent of it is short words, you know? Well, you know it's what's, really quick. What's crazy about, um, like, Indian and... Um, well, I guess we could say uh, Indian, Saudi Arabian, whatever it's called. Uh, uh, Ooh, no, yeah, no. Very different places. Well, yeah, well, you, that, that whole area. The whole, let's it, so let's say, well, that's the, like Arabic? M- middle, Arabic, middle, thank middle. you. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, I don't know. Damn it, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, the whole, let's say that side of the world. That, that hemisphere. That side of that hemisphere. There you go. You they can't say Arabic? <laughs> no, no, because Indian is not Arabic at all. We're not saying that. He's saying all of this stuff So all like Middle Eastern and Indian. Middle yeah. Eastern, yes. Okay, Middle and Indian, Eastern. yes. That's that's what I was looking okay, for, Middle Eastern. Sorry, folks. Yes, please don't kill us, ISIS. So what I'm saying is is that they are actually taught how to speak proper english when they're taught how to speak english so when you when you listen to them and they're actually talking they sound once they perfected it they sound like they're they could be from britain because that's how they're taught they're taught proper english they're not talking american english they're not talking slang words well britain has a lot of indian people too oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah yeah. there's a lot of people that have come over there so the thing is about india though they have one of the highest secondary like their main language is not english but their secondary language they have one of the highest percentage of fluent english speakers in the world outside of like american and england like well let's be honest they also have like a ton of people well yeah yeah, but they also have a lot of poor people so it's interesting that like with such a terrible like economic disparity that they can learn english so fluently they like no other country really does that besides india and that's why we export all our what is it telecommunications and stuff to them now chinese can be a little rough too yeah that could be a little rough you know who deals with that a lot is uh and, and, and okay, i'd like to get back on the topic here yeah, where, yeah, <laughs> where are we at right but now? our buddy steve he actually goes over to china every now and then for his job and of course he's the t- steve steve simbeck fruit fruit yeah okay. he goes to Fritz. china yeah, yeah for his job what does he do he is what you were talking to davy does uh with the import export thing oh really? oh really he's one of those guys wow yeah and so he has to go over to China every now and then, and he's like, "Dude, first of all, I'm the tallest person there." Yeah, because <laughs> he's a tall guy as it is, and of course, over in China, everyone, you know, they're not yeah. everyone, but they're you know a little bit shorter. He's like, but it's just so hard to understand them. And he's like, and the food is so weird. And he, you know, him, he's so straight laced. Yeah, he doesn't want to try anything. You know, if it yeah. looks weird to him, he's like, eh. I could just picture him like he's sitting there, and there's like a little squid leg or something in front of him, and the guy comes there, he's like, "Oh, you don't like it, <laughs> no, You know, Steve's probably like, "No, it's." It's fine. He's, He's the most yeah. anti-confrontational person in yeah. the world. Anyway, we love you, Do you Steve. have mozzarella sticks? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that. <laughs> All right. So the voodoo practice, 
as we're supposed to be talking about, wasn't as big in New Orleans as it was in Haiti, mainly because it was severely and brutally suppressed for so long in New Orleans. The second they found out that anyone was doing any kind of voodoo or whatever, they the the the, the government was on top of them. Okay, that the was, government was not the people, but the, the, what, yeah, no, no, it was the government. Was, was, was it both. the plantation owners or was it the government? It was, or was both. Are those the same thing? At that point in time, it was all like it was all relative. So you're coming over to the United States. You've got the government that's like um, first and foremost, you know, slavery is legal. You know what I mean? And then you've got the slave owners that are going to the government and saying, "Well, I don't want them doing this." Then you like got the, lobbying, right? And then you got the people who aren't familiar with these, you know, these slaves coming over, going, "Oh, they're just slaves," looking down their noses at them. So it was everybody at this time. So it was so oppressed that uh, that they just didn't they didn't do it. But the 19th century saw the codification. Was that your neck? Yeah, that sounded horrible, dude. Oh my god, it's it, it saw the codification. And, and and I had to I had to actually research what the word codification was. It basically means when something actually is brought in the law, where you have a laws behind it's codified. It's trying codified, to code, right? Yeah. So the codification it saw the codification of voodoo made possible um, by one of our and the band the Misfits' favorite badass chicks, the religious leader, activist, and herbalist Marie Laveau. That's right, the queen of voodoo. She jumped on there and she went out and she made sure that they recognized what voodoo was. I'm confused. They recognized it in law? Yes. So they made it legal to practice? It, they, they made it... They, what? You, well, because you know... Um, they made it a religion, right? Because it, it's a religion. Yeah. And so it, was a, you, it was a verified like, they verified recognized it, correct. religion? They said it's recognized and this is now a religion that they are allowed to practice and they cannot stop or stifle them in any way, shape, or form. That as well what, what is on American Horror Story, by the way. Huh? That as well is on American Horror Story. Oh, by yeah? The way. yeah. See, I, I got to go back and watch when that. When was this? Like, when, when was it codified or whatever? 19th century. So in the early 1800s, probably. Yeah. Okay. My question is, was the South, I don't know if you know this, like, off of your notes or whatever, was the South predominantly Catholic or Protestant at this point? Because it's mostly English settlers coming over here and, like, they're kids at this point. So I'm gonna, I absolutely have no idea. Because um, I feel like that would change because I... I don't know. I think the Protestants were way more religious tolerant. But you're than also the looking down. You're looking time. at you, you're looking at New Orleans as opposed to like I don't know Texas, not Texas, Philadelphia. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you know like what the I'm East saying? Coast. Yeah. So it was probably a little bit easier to handle the stuff or whatever, you know. But regardless, she stepped up and she is the one who actually said, you know what, y'all, this is gonna happen. All right, and that's what happened. So now remember. Um, we've actually talked about Marie, Marie Laveau before and her, you know, um, her ghost or whatnot. Remember, if you happen to visit her grave, if you can find it, because there's a few different ones out there, and you would like her to grant your wish, draw an X on her tomb, turn around three times, knock on the tomb, yell out your wish, and when your wish is granted, because I like to think positive, just saying, go back, circle your X, and leave the queen of voodoo an offering again. The offering. If you do that, supposedly you're uh, you're in like Flynn, but if not, she's gonna haunt you like crazy. Now, Jeff, I have a question for you. If you were to do this right, and you were going to leave an offering, what would you leave? What First be- of all, what, what would you ask for? And what would you leave? Let's go with both. Yeah, yeah. If you were to, if you were to go down and you were gonna find her her tomb, and you believed that she could possibly grant a wish for you, what would your wish be? And then what would you leave? I would leave. Okay, well. Do I do the wish yeah, first wish or do first, I leave the offering? Sure. Yeah, like, like your wish dictates okay. what you leave. So I would wish for a box of chocolate frosted flakes that never ended. And I would leave in place 
a Rice Krispie treat to show my good, fine well gesture. I think that's relatively pretty good, actually. It's not now, bad. Imagine question, a box of cereal that when you pour it, it never, never goes stopped. empty. Just never, right? It never goes stale, too. Can you do yes. that? Yeah. My question is, though. That's some voodoo right there. Yeah, that's Would voodoo. you use voodoo vodka in your cereal? We have yet to try that. You guys got to try that. Hey, there we go. speaking of voodoo vodka, this episode of the Midnight Train podcast is sponsored by Voodoo Vodka, 20 times distilled, made from pure cane sugar and handcrafted right here in Ohio. Vodka can be smooth, and Voodoo proves it. Drink it straight, chilled, or in your favorite mixed drink. Ask for it wherever you buy your favorite liquors, or head over to Voodoo.com and subscribe to their mailing list. That's V-O-U-D-O-U-X.com. Voodoo Vodka, it's magic and by the way it is magic because it magically disappeared in this house <laughs> yeah, like that stuff is just taken like even my wife who absolutely she's a vodka drinker loves it she had it in uh and she actually added it to a white claw and oh she god was, yeah oh and she's like my oh my god it's god. like it's not even there and everybody everybody's been loving it so if you're out there i don't have another white claw <laughs> i'm not going to the movie you want to know something crazy these Uh-oh. blow both your minds i learned this in my marketing class because i actually learned something in college surprise surprise wow you oh, go to wait, college wait, 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 wait. all right moody wait wait <laughs> cancel the ambience hold on hold on okay go ahead you're, right. you're on so white claw <laughs> Sells fifty percent to men and to women. Fifty percent of their sales are by men. Absolutely. Can you believe that? Yeah. I told my marketing teacher. I said, if I ever drink a white claw from my dad, he'd disown me. Yeah. I was like, my dad would kill me if he saw me drinking a white claw. But I did read a new study that just came out recently and started to derail again, folks. But um, that basically they say that um, you get drunker quicker. Um, and less of a hangover from drinking white claw. There's no sugar in it. That's why Whoa. the sugar screws you up. You know that was that was me belching, folks. I'm sorry. I don't want to pick up the kids from daycare. <laughs> I just want to drink my white claw. All right, so let's talk about the people. <laughs> wait, wait. Good. What would your wish be? What would you? Oh, what would you leave? Geez. Oh, me? Yeah. What was it? I Maria wish, I would wish that this podcast that we do reaches as many people as it possibly could. <laughs> the midnight master oh man see the midnight master likes that he thought that was funny yeah so i would literally that's what i would ask for and that if we can continue to do this and make some you know maybe make some money off of doing this just so we can do this full time that would be awesome and then as what i would turn around and leave i would leave her a turd no you would drop pants and just nope no cleveland steamer right there nope yeah, not gonna nope. do it nope um, i would leave her because I'm a big fan, I would leave her a signed Midnight Train poster that you can actually pick up on our website if you guys are interested. I think that, that that'd be something she would like to hang up in her room. Riley, her would gravestone. you would you go visit the gravestone with Emily or would you go by yourself? See, I was I was hoping you guys didn't ask this question. Would I go by myself or with Emily? Yeah. I'd probably go with Emily. Cause soccer season's over, so now she's got more time. Okay. Riley has a girlfriend. Riley yeah, has a girlfriend. I, knew this was gonna <laughs> uh, I can't what, tell you guys anything. Emily, if happens. you're out there listening, thank you for listening, and you better just slap his ass around. See what happens when you guys don't bid on the auction? All Lose you lady out. listeners out there, you could have been in Emily's shoes right now. You lost And out. now he's taken. That's right. He's off the off the market. Officially off the market. Oh my god, the chupacabra! <laughs> the chupacabra! All right, let's talk about the people that use voodoo. 
dubbed as witch doctors, voodoo priests, and priestesses, voodoo, mama, juju, and more. The priests are actually called Papa, Papa Lua, and more commonly, Hongan. The priestesses are known as Mambo. Number five. Mambo number five. There are two separate ranks of Hungan. Um, the Hungan as... Uh, I knew I was going to screw this up. The Hungan as Sogwe, which is the high priest, and Hungan Serpuin. I'm probably messing that up, messing that up uh, which is the junior priest. The high priest or Hungan uh. Asagwa is the top dog in voodoo and the only one who can ordain other priests. He is the HPIC, the head priest in charge. <laughs> you feel what I did there? <laughs> yeah, boy. You know, kiss the ring. Kiss it. Kiss the ring. That's right. He's also responsible to keep all of the voodoo rituals and songs preserved and to maintain the relationship between the spirits and the community and to lead the service of all the spirits. Mambo, derived from the fawn word Nanbo, meaning mother of magic, is the high priestess and basically the Hungan Asagwa's Beyonce. You know, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Uh. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was, no, okay. She performs healing work and guides others during complex rituals. Both the Hungan and Mambo are called into power through spirit possession and through revelations in their dreams. They both must complete several initiation rituals and technical training. Things like learning all the spirit's names, attributes and symbols, kicking a chicken down the street, and changing a baby's diaper um, you know, while blindfolded. What the fuck happened? Right. The steps in the initiation are lavatette, or head washing, which is uh, meant to get um, all the spirits out of your head. You know what I'm saying? Or the ones that are in there. They want So fresh and so clean, clean. Right, right. Step two... Looks like it could be coochie, but with it being based in French, I'll just say it's couché, um, or, or to lie down. This step is where the uh, initiate is just secluded from others for a while, probably to you know contact the spirits or to rub one out and release the demons. Um, could be both, you know, who knows? Uh, it doesn't say it doesn't happen, so you know, fuck it. Anyway, the last step is to receive and take possession of the Asan or sacred rattle, which is the voodoo equivalent of He-Man's sword of Grayskull. I have the power, Riley. You're probably too young for that, huh? The only thing I know about He-Man is they did a really good cover of. Uh, I said, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> yeah, I know you what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I have no idea what you're, you're talking about. All right, let me what, cue it up while you're doing you'll, this. You'll know when you know. You know. Yeah. So let's talk about the voodoo dolls. Everyone always, like we said in the beginning of this, is that everyone kind of like, you know, the second you talk about voodoo, they talk about dolls where you can take them and you can pin, pin in them and it's, yeah. you know, and it's supposed to, you know, be somebody else and that person's going to get all messed up from whatever. So although they've been dubbed voodoo dolls, they've actually been in use in many different religions across the world and for a very long time. There are historical records of people in Britain who uh, made dolls of witches out of rags and pierced them with pins in order to inflict physical harm uh, onto the witch and would break the witch's spell on them. Okay, so this is, I mean, this is over in Britain, so, you know, they're just doing this because... So, so if, a, if a witch had a spell on you, you, you would take I a I put a spell on you. Because you're mine. By the way, uh, can you look over here real quick? Sure. Yeah, check this out. Hold on. Can you turn it over here? I can, I can adjust. I can adjust. What are we looking at? E-Man. Oh, dear God. <laughs> that's what I was talking about. Okay, I, I see. I see now that that's again Jeff's brain on on normality is what that is. That's Jeff's it, brain mine on and uh, two point four million viewers Jesus, in America. Really? Yep. 
Wow. That's how I knew about it. See? All right, CC. So although they have been and are most likely still used, it's more of a commercialized physical depiction of witchcraft, voodoo, and other dark arts. Okay, so basically if someone's like, you know, yeah, you're voodoo, and then they got a doll, and immediately, you know, commercialized, they go, oh, well, that makes sense. That's what that is, you know. There's even an article. <coughs> bless you. Bless oh, thank you. you. God bless you. Voodoo, voodoo mama, you. juju, bless you. <laughs> May the voodoo bless you. Uh, there's an article on WikiHow on how to make a voodoo doll, which I think is actually pretty freaking awesome. Uh, and we're going to look at that real quick here. So how to make a voodoo doll for, oh. for all you people out there. Um, first of all, making a felt voodoo doll. So I guess there's different ways to do this. Um, you are to create your template on a sheet of paper and then cut it out, which makes sense, you know, because you're going to make the template of whoever or whatever it is. You I feel like this is something we, we, we could do in like an elementary school. I believe like this you is get out your construction paper, your Elmer's glue, your non-point, you know, I'm scissors. Non-point. Yeah, there's no oh. point, no point scissors. <laughs> non-point. Hey, Brad, <laughs> we're talking about you out there, buddy. Um, number two, secure the template to uh, to two sheets of felt with sewing pens. Um, number three, cut the felt using the template as a guide, then removing the pins. He has regular scissors on this picture, by the way, Jeff. That's very dangerous. Yeah, not non-point scissors. Very dangerous to do. (laughs) Number four, sew a button onto one of the uh, felt pieces for the right eye. Number five, stitch an X for the left eye. So that must be very important here. Yeah, I I don't know. Have a look at this. (laughs) Number six, stitch a horizontal line for the base of the mouth which actually looks really cool. Add four to five vertical lines to make the mouth look sewn shut. Uh, so a red, number eight, so a red uh, felt heart onto the left side of the, the, the felt. Okay, so where the heart should be. So the, so two the piece- heart is on the outside of the doll. Yeah. Whoa. Sew the two felt pieces together, wrong side, wrong sides facing in. And then... <clears throat> I, I don't I'm just reading this. And then number 10, stuff the doll. With what? Uh, it says you can uh, use a small amount of polyester stuffing, which you can find in fabric stores and arts and craft stores. You can pack of tans yeah. to create my voodoo doll. Right. <laughs> or it says you can use, uh, you know, cotton balls, whatever. How may um, I help you today? Yeah, I'm looking for uh, voodoo doll stuffing. Oh, yeah, that's aisle seven. <laughs> <laughs> Number 11, finish sewing the doll. Once you have the doll stuffed to your liking, finish sewing it shut using the same technique as before. When you reach the left armpit again, not the floss. Then snip the rest off. Your doll is now complete. There you go. You just made a felt a felt voodoo doll that's pretty amazing i thought you had to like get like a hair clipping of the person you're casting yeah, the voodoo that's on and like, how do you know, how does it know who you're trying to voodoo on i i don't think that has to do with the actual um you created the doll right? right i don't think that has to do with the procedure so, about doing it so if i want to so i create a doll and it's a blank canvas now right. i'm gonna voodoo on you maybe you just how gotta do, think about it how do you voodoo maybe just look at it and go Fuck you, Steve! And stab it. And stab and it. And stab gets yeah. s- steve And then Steve just gets fucking dropped from like 100 miles away. Drop kicks. That <laughs> ghost. So that's, and now you guys all know how to make a voodoo doll. Now, felt, a, felt. a felt voodoo doll, correct. In effigy form, you know. So now, thank you. Uh, so now let's, let's, of course, as we always do, let's talk about the top movies about voodoo. Now, this one was actually kind of cool because a lot of these movies I have seen and a lot of these movies I actually really like, okay? So, um, number one here, and this is going by rating, if I'm not mistaken, uh, is The Skeleton Key. 
This is the top rated movie? Mm-hmm. These are the top rated movies of Voodoo. We're starting with the, the number one? Number one. Ooh, mixing it up. Yeah. Oh. This is The Skeleton Key. And um, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to... How come they don't tell me who the hell's in it? <laughs> this site is horrible. I can tell you who's in it. Yeah, yeah. So The Skeleton Key... Uh, a hospice nurse working at a spooky New Orleans plantation home finds herself entangled in a mystery involving the house's dark past. And I've seen this one. It's actually, I'm trying to think what her name is. Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson, yeah. Goldie Hawn's daughter. Yeah. Great movie. You ever seen that one? No. You've never seen it? sounds familiar. It's got Kate Hudson, Gina Rowlands, and John Hurt. John Hurt. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, it actually has six point five on the Richter scale. Six point. It, <laughs> it is a six point five uh, out of one hundred and one thousand votes. So I mean, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, the next one is the Serpent, Serpent and the Rainbow. Ugh, I can't talk today. The Serpent and the Rainbow. I've heard about that. That sounds familiar too. No, this is an old movie. This is nineteen eighty-eight. Al Pacino. Um, a Harvard anthropologist is sent to Haiti to retrieve a strange powder that is said to have the power to bring human Bill beings. Pullman. Bill Pullman. Oh, he was the in president it. in uh, uh, Independence Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I get him and Paxton yeah. confused yeah. all the time. He's in this. Uh, the power to bring humans ba- uh, back from the dead. In his quest to find the miracle drug, the cynical scientist enters the rarely seen netherworld of voodoo. So it's got um, Bill Pullman, Brent Jennings, and Kate- Kathy Tyson. I don't know who that okay. is. Okay. I don't know either. Uh, let's see. Jezebel from 2014. This one is a young woman recuperating at her father's rundown home after a tra- tragic accident soon encounters a terrifying presence with a connection to her long-deceased mother. <laughs> have you seen this one? I have not seen this one. Um, it's got a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, it looks like it's. it seems like it might be a good movie. Is that Henry Fonda? Is that Jane Fonda's son or something? Oh. <laughs> that's, that's the only person that says this in this movie. Angel Heart from 1987. Okay. Now this one, actually, I know who's in this. It's Mickey Rourke and um, uh, da, 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 the dude I say you look like. Da, da, da. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Yeah. I look like Robert De Niro. I said that last time. Really? Yeah. You know. You How got, do you get that? You, I don't know. Because when he does that, he's got the hey. Robert. Oh, De Niro. that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. He's got the Robert De Niro going hey. on. So uh, the you Robert smoke De Niro. Pot fucker? <laughs> the down and out private detective Harry Angel is ordered by a mysterious man named Louis Cipher to go on a mission to find a missing person. His routine failure soon leads to a bloody spar with himself as Harry Angel goes on a supernatural hunt. <laughs> super natural. Super, super natural. Uh, let's see. This one is uh, Venom from 2005. No, not the Marvel comic book character this is uh yeah venom is a fright-filled voodoo thriller loaded with a sizzling cast of the screen's hottest young stars rick kramer have you heard of him nope i've heard of kramer i've heard of kramer and kramer yeah yep have not heard of them dj cosmo kramer trona nope they're really up and coming this sounds uh, it's got a good rating on here though 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> wow. Okay. Not so, so good. Yeah. Not not good. Not so good. Twenty five percent on Metacritic. Oh. Yeah. Next one is 1987's The Believers. Mourning the accidental death, accidental death of his wife and having just moved to New York with his young son, um, iconic police psychologist Cal Jameson, Martin Sheen, oh, nice, is reluctantly drawn into a series of grisly ritualistic murders involving the immolation of two young people. Ooh, oh boy! Yeah, that one sounds. What, what's that one, Riley? It's got a six point one out of ten on IMDb and a 
35 percent on okay now this one i have seen and i loved this movie just because i'm a huge cusack fan um midnight in the garden of good and evil i've never seen that oh 1997 man such a great movie a visiting city reporter's assignment suddenly revolves around the murder trial of a local millionaire whom he befriends is that the one where he falls into a hot tub and they spill red bull on the motor for the hot tub and they go back in time that's, that's hot, hot tub, tub time, time machine oh yeah, yeah. my bad you, you were close though yep, yep that was john cusack it not, was not the same yeah 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 not the same one and this actually has um uh what the heck's his name it's got allison eastwood and kevin spacey kevin spacey a little perv yeah. i still like him though i do that seven performance i can't not hate him. i can't hate him yeah had a pretty enough. head yeah he's 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 so good <laughs> this one is oh I can't wait to see what the rating is on this Lockjaw Rise of the Kulev Serpent from 2008 <laughs> in the countryside the boy Adlin and his friend Becky steal a creepy wooden box with Becky. a powerful voodoo <laughs> I hate the name Becky <laughs> Becky if you're a Becky out there and you're listening I'm sorry I hate your name Becky it's, it's just like a I don't know. It's one of those names, you know? So they, they steal a uh, powerful voodoo stick inside or from the bo- in the box from his voodooistic neighbor. When the boy draws with his stick, his fa- his drunken father is attacked by a snake and vanishes. That sounds good. <laughs> 1.6 out of 5. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, that sounded like that. It's got DMX in it. No way. Yes, DMX. No, yes. really? Cast DMX. Oh, it says DMX the right there. The very first person on yeah. the movie is DMX. Oh, now we have to watch it. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm just going to give it to you. <laughs> We're going to get that voodoo. What? Uh, next one is Witchmaster General 2009. An evil voodoo witch doctor runs a murder-for-hire business. He'll do away with your unfaithful wife, your unappreciative boss, or your backstabbing friend. But the price is your soul. Uh, 2.6 out of 10. Wow. It looks pretty bad. It actually, it, to be honest, at first glance, it looked like a porn. Like the cover of it looks like a porn movie. Bow, yeah. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> uh, let's see this one. 2002's Ritual. Dr. Alice Dodgson gets her medical license revoked after the death of one patient. She's facing the possibility of not uh, not get any job. <laughs> <laughs> she faced the possibility of not getting any job. I sort of got it. Sort of said she's facing the possibility of not get any job when she accepts. What accept- the fuck happened? <laughs> when she accepts to be the nurse for one young man who suffers of uh, cephalitis, uh, called Wesley Claiborne. Yeah, uh, what's our rating on that one? I can't even find it. Negative two. What is it? What yeah. is it? Two thousand one. Two thousand two ritual. It is. 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb. That sounds Oof. like maybe it was like uh, Michael Bay's kid, and he's just like, Dad, I want to make a movie. He's like, all right, fine. Wait, Here's a, a million. <laughs> Tales, Tales from the Crypt presents Ritual. Oh, so it's a Tales no. from the Crypt movie. Yeah. Don't, taint, don't taint it. Oh, I didn't know they did that one. Tales from the Crypt is so good. That means it's so bad. Oh, man. All right, and last one we'll go through here is From a Whisper to a Scream in 1987. The uncle of an executed murderess relates four stories of his hometown, Oldfield, to a reporter. In the first, an elderly man pursues a romance with a younger woman, even to the grave and beyond. Oh, that's pretty messed up. It's got Vincent Price in it. Vincent Price. It was probably like his last movie ever, right? 1987. Yeah, and it's uh, got a 5.9 out of 10, so it's not too bad. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. If you it's guys, got Vincent Price in it. On Voodoo.com, it's got a 3.5 out of 5. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Voodoo.com. V-U-D-U. Oh, the Blair Witch Project's on here. How is that a voodoo movie? Because it's a witch? Yeah, because the, uh, the the voodoo dolls. 
the, the yeah the effigy dolls or whatever yeah uh, this uh, then there's needle there's one actually called voodoo child's play because that was voodoo that had with voodoo the, uh, in with it Chucky yeah. yeah where he cursed uh, his soul into the the, the yeah into Chucky <laughs> Night of the Living Dorks what the fuck <laughs> really <laughs> swear swear in my life. All right, so if you want to, I know a lot of these movies are really obscure that we're talking about. If you want to see like a really good uh, cinematic presentation on voodoo, watch American Horror Story season three, Coven. It's got the Marie Laveau, whatever her name is, in it. It, it there's all kinds of there's the Papa guy. What would you say his name was earlier? Papa Lago or whatever his name is. Yeah. So he's yeah. in that, like, it's it's a really good, like, if you're into this voodoo thing and you have not seen it, season three coven of American Horror Story, it's awesome. It's I gotta all check about that out this for stuff. sure. Yeah, I definitely got to check that out. So, yeah, those are the movies that are made about this. So now I think it's time for some news. Wait, wait, wait. I've got something real quick. Uh-oh. Right. So oh. I remember when we talked about the zombies, right, the zombie episode, we talked about a guy named Clairvius Narcisse. Remember that? I'm sure you don't. No, but I do. Not at all. And so this is actually a voodoo thing as well. So this was the guy in Haiti, right, that was poisoned by somebody and was dead. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that. 20-some yeah. years later, he came back. Yeah. Completely, like, he fine. came back as Belle Biv DeVoe. No. Oh. No, he didn't. Wrong, no, wrong story. He came back okay. as the same guy he died as, and he said he was the guy, and they DNA tested him and everything, and he was really him. He's the guy. Remember, this is like when the witch doctor that, that gave him the poison constantly and made him a pretty much slave laborer. Mm-hmm. Never trust a big the button bokor, a smile. Yeah. The, the bokor. The bokors, yeah. yeah. I wanted to bring that up again real quick. <laughs> that was that was Clairvius Narcisse. He was a voodoo guy, again. God bless you. He was taken up by voodoo into slave labor. Voodoo. Not voodoo vodka. Not voodoo vodka. Voodoo, voodoo vodka, vodka won't do that to you. Will not make you a slave laborer. No. Although it will. Make you happy. Yeah, make you happy. It is magic. All right, so we have some news coming up here. So the Midnight News is coming up, and uh, I think we've got some really good stories in here. So, uh, Riley, you ready for the Midnight News? And now, the Midnight News. Hello, I'm Mike Hogg, and this is your Midnight News. For our first story tonight, a man gets really stoned after drinking McDonald's sweet tea. Brown now believes, quote, extra lemon was code for marijuana since he found three bags of weed in his cup. He says he only realized it once he was, quote, high as a kite. Brown says he never had marijuana, so he didn't recognize the taste. He says he paid regular price for the items. Beaufort County Sheriff's Office spokesman Major Bob Bromage says an investigation is ongoing. He didn't specify which McDonald's Brown had gone to. McDonald's immediately responded with, Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it. Our next story tonight, an eight-foot Bigfoot statue was stolen from a Florida mattress store, police say. An eight-foot, 300-pound statue of Sasquatch went missing last month from outside Mattress Monsters in Boynton Beach, Florida. The hard-to-miss figure, valued at $3,000, was stolen sometime between October 6th and 13th. But the owner didn't report the theft until October 20th. Quote, the store didn't realize it was missing right away due to there being a lot of other large decorations outside for Halloween, police said. There is no surveillance footage of the theft, according to authorities. In similar news, a local hardware store located nearby is missing an axe. And for our third story tonight, we're balls of ice cover up beach in Finland. Egg-like balls of ice are piled up on a beach in Hailuoto, Finland, delighting people who brave the cold to visit the island. Quote, this was an amazing phenomenon I've never seen before. 
Tarja Tarantief told CNN, the whole beach was full of these ice balls, unquote. Hailuoto is the Gulf of Bothnia, which separates Finland and Sweden in the northernmost arm of the Baltic Sea. Ice balls such as these form when turbulent water near the shore breaks up a layer of slushy ice, according to CNN Weather. The layers of slush stick together and build upon each other in the supercooled water. As the waves crash ashore, it causes the ice to spin in place, which smooths them into balls. This is how Jurassic Park begins, okay? Life finds a way. And that is all for tonight, folks. I am Mike Hawk, and this was your Midnight Dude. All right. So, passengers, we hope you enjoyed your ride with us on Voodoo Voodoo. Don't forget to head on over to the midnighttrainpodcast.com and sign up for the Midnight Bonus Train to access our bonus episodes, including but not limited to our drunken movie reviews, bonus rides, songs from Isaiah and the Midnight Riders, music from our band, Sky Pilots, as well as other awesome tidbits you won't get anywhere else. Also, it's free. So what do you have to lose? At our website, you can also listen to our regular episodes, buy some super sweet merchandise, which, by the way, there's an awesome new shirt up there that's... Uh, We're not like you! We're grown up! <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> which is is it's taken from a kind of friday the 13th theme it's pretty awesome uh, you can also watch our youtube summary vi- videos and check out the character profiles of the entire train crew also sign up to our group on facebook facebook's cheap because <laughs> it's free just get on there <laughs> for now yeah just go on there and sign up it's awesome and uh, you know it's a chance for us all to talk to you outside of the podcast there will be a link in the uh, description for this episode and if you are a call of duty modern warfare modern warfare <laughs> modern warfare player or if you just want to listen to us find us on there I'll also put make uh, make sure that our uh, clan tags are on there and, and the uh, the what do they call the the, our, the 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 Activision profile yeah, so yeah we'll, profile yeah. names we'll whatever, do yeah. a post on our Facebook page yeah. with all the info that you guys and need. I'll throw it on the um, the description for this as just, well just do us a favor guys don't let your kids play against us they're gonna learn some bad words yeah and bad it, habits well, first and foremost if you know anything about this podcast you know that I, I can't stop saying fuck so yeah <laughs> so don't let your like six year old who's got an Xbox get on and play with us because. Right. It's probably and, not going to be a good idea. Right, but not a good idea. And plus, you can find us on Discord as well. It's the Midnight Train Podcast, and uh, we'll be on there. We're going to set up a time where we actually get on and we play these games and, you know, just kind of hang out or whatever, man, because it's uh, really cool. And, uh, you know, listeners keep asking how they can help us keep the steam in our engines. Well, the best thing you can do is like, subscribe, and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. And most importantly, share the Midnight Train to everyone. Word of mouth is how we're going to get more passengers on this train and continue to bring you um, weekly episodes like we we can't thank you all enough for all the love and support that we have received you passengers keep this train moving uh we personally want to thank uh davy stormy kevin dave eva christina and everyone else that's supporting the show you guys all fucking rock that's you too emily yeah and shmemily (laughs) i haven't even met her yet and that's shmemily i don't like that at all Also, we're sending out a signed poster, sticker, and a magnet to a random passenger who has left us a review on Apple Podcasts. Today, the username is Darkstar278. Lucky. <laughs> Please send us an email at the Midnight Train Podcast at gmail.com with your full name and address, and we'll send you your goodies immediately. Remember, the more reviews we get, the more we move up in the rankings, and the better the chance that you guys get randomly selected to receive everything that Darkstar278 is going to get. So get on it. And to be honest, I, I really do want to say it's really, really, really um, important to get those those ratings 
and reviews on on especially Apple Podcasts because I think that's the only one like we've talked about before. It's like the only one you can actually do it, but it really does move you up in the rankings on there, and then more people are going to see it. And you know, we just want to spread our filth and knowledge to everyone we possibly can. <laughs> We're dropping important knowledge <laughs> that's for right. the masses. Uh, that's right. So again, find us at the midnight train podcast.com find us on facebook instagram twitter um we're uh, we're all over the place we're on freaking snapper chat whatever it's called yeah um you know listen to us on apple Podcasts, spotify our heart radio um soundcloud anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts again we want to thank you guys so much we want to thank voodoo vodka for sponsoring our podcast and uh well let uh-oh. me let me uh let me ask you john real quick mm-hmm. so do you believe in voodoo after all the research you've done in this episode, do you believe voodoo is a real thing or is it like it's a it's a a, a story, essentially? Let me put it this way to you. And I'm going to ask you a question to in response to your question. Is Christianity a real thing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I took my camera. So that's my answer. I believe it's a religion that people believe in. If that's something they believe in and that's that that's what they go for, then that's so you don't think like them. the voodoo doll and you stab it in the arm and then the guy's arms. like I think it's all up for interpretation. I believe that if you if you believe in something and it, let's just say hypothetically, I was like, you know, into voodoo and I grabbed a voodoo doll and like, say, little Charlie Brown back there. We actually have a vampire Charlie Brown, which is pretty awesome. And he plays a really disturbing song when you press his hand. Oh. But let's just say I used him and I was like thinking of, I don't know, somebody that I wanted to hurt. So, I don't know, a slave owner from back in the 1700s. And I took it and well, he's already dead. So I guess yeah, doesn't voodoo count. doesn't go in time. <laughs> I don't know the laws, Jeff. So let's just say it was somebody that cut me off in traffic. Unless you got a DeLorean. Yeah, well. And hit 88 miles per hour. Yeah. That's heavy. Why is everything in the future heavy? Is there a weight problem? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, everything's kind of fat in the future. Wow. That's messed up. It's awfully mean of you, Riley. You said heavy. I'm conf- Where are we at right now? <laughs> have you not watched Back to the Future? I have watched Back to the Future. Remember the whole, whoa, heavy. Is there a weight problem? Never mind. Anyway, so. Boo. <laughs> so, it, it, and, if, and if something happened to that person that I was actually, then I would believe in it. You know what I mean? But I So you believe it when you see it. But, correct. Okay. You know how it Riley? is, man. No. Okay, I you? I think there's something to it. Well, now whether it be like a supernatural or an unexplainable thing, I, I obviously this came from somewhere. But again, religion came from somewhere. But they held these people like this Marie, right? People, Marie level believers held her in like a high, high. I don't know what you call it, stature or whatever, because high esteem. Yes. Yes. I mean, I think there's some kind of weird magic to it. Not not so much as like, you know, the voodoo doll thing and all that, but I think there's something there. Well, I I will I'll put it this way. I do really, really love the whole fact that about how like everything has its spirit and that, um, you know, it's more of like a nature kind of thing. Like, I think that's awesome. Um, and I wish that more more religion and not to negate anyone's religion out there, but I wish more religion was more spiritual like that where like everything kind of has its own entity. Everything, you know, you see a dog or, yeah. or a, the, the little bug, you know, I sometimes think to myself all the time, I'm, I'm that guy that goes into my house and my wife hates spiders. So she's like, Oh my God, she makes me like literally turn around and come home to kill a spider. So I'll come in and I'll catch it and I'll put it outside. And she's like, 
oh my god why didn't you just kill it i'm like eh, I don't know. It's, a, it's a spider he didn't do anything wrong he's just being a spider you know what i mean like so i don't know i, I guess that uh, to a certain degree I, I like that aspect of it but as far as like magic and you know being able to you know whatever eh meh well, I do want to say a big, big shout out and thank you to all the listeners out there that actually voted. Uh, I think we were kind of blown away and overwhelmed by how many votes we did get. For voodoo? Well, just for In everything. General, yeah. People that, you know, actually took the time to go and vote and, and do yeah, all that. Yeah, that was pretty so, awesome. Definitely want to thank, thank you guys, guys for that. That was that was really cool. Yeah. And, and the fact that you guys chose voodoo was was actually kind of surprising to me it was for me too i really thought that like either the trooper copper or the alien abductions was yeah. going to be it but yeah voodoo unless riley was just sitting in his room voting for himself the entire <laughs> time cleaning his ip address <laughs> and yeah, jokes on you i created an artificial intelligence to win that shit <laughs> he's just refreshing his cache or whatever it is yeah. over and over again yeah um so yeah no I, I think it's awesome and thank you guys so much for listening to us and our meandering hopefully you guys learned something new and on behalf of jeff of Riley, myself, and the Midnight Train Podcast. We want to say choo-choo, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers.